It you know it really just stinks mm -hmm. that I can't hear what the music is because right now all I see is Sandwich rocking out and he just looks like a special needs person. And I just don't I just I feel badly because <laughs> you know like I I don't I don't know what's happening. I don't even know that anything is happening. All I know is that he's like spasming out in some way i mean i understand your your reservation there because i mean let's be honest nothing could have been playing i may not have even hit the record button yet and he could have been dancing like that so it's understandable yep. true totally understandable i'm not to just randomly break out and dance i mean i don't i don't know what's more concerning the fact that uh you know you're you're shimmy there uh-huh or or is that song or your shake or <laughs> either your shimmy or your shake shimmy either one of or them or the shake um no, I, was, I wasn't I was even sure if we should use that song. I'm like, the kids are going to find that racist, I feel. Someone's uh, someone's going to be upset about that. I don't, you know, and I listen to it, and it's just the guy just wants a lot of pictures of his girl. And so, like, he says he's, you know, at least this is what I take away from the song, that he's turning Japanese because the stereotype is that Japanese people take a lot of pictures. Well, I have news for you. That stereotype is based on something. And it's based on the fact that Japanese people take a lot of goddamn pictures. As a person who lives in a tourist area where there are Japanese people, they shoot everything. <laughs> that, so, I mean, working in Manhattan every I day. I kind of get it. I don't think it's racist so much as it's, you know, perhaps playing up a stereotype. All right. I um, mean, people were upset with Baby, It's Cold Outside, so maybe this will yeah. be the next one. Once it's actually, like, used in a movie <laughs> or... Uh, what well, what we find out in the song is that it's not actually his girlfriend; it's someone he's stalking. Oh my! Ah, nice. Oh, oh yeah! I didn't even think it's of that. Part did two you? of Baby, it's cold outside. There you go. Actually, you know what? That, no, that's it's not far be off. part one to Baby, it's cold outside because oh. he's already got her in the house. Then there you oh, go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> that's a, I always get my. I uh, got all these pictures. Get her in the house. You know that's the, yeah. The creepiness in every series. song. Every song ever uh, about how one expresses their interest in someone of the opposite sex is can be interpreted perhaps as either a stalking song or a you know just it, it's it's all it's all just bad if you look at it that way. <laughs> this is true, very true. Um, if you look for it, you'll find it. Well, boys, welcome to this episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, we are recording a day late. I uh, I honestly just kind of got swamped with work and needed an extra day. Life happens. Life life got in the way a little bit, and um, you know, Kev is getting ready to go on vacation, and we want to make like, sure we get the episode in. Like and literally less than twenty four hours from now, which is awesome. Which is why we're yeah. calling this as of right now, episode five seventy seven of Geeks of TNG. Big Kev in Little Tokyo. Um. Don't don't grimace. You saw you saw the name in the prep sheet, sir. You had oh, did I? Yes, you That's did. the one part of the prep sheet I just ignore. Oh my gosh. Oh, actually, no, I don't see that in the prep sheet because I have that view that doesn't show that. You need the view that does show it. You need to show the eh. headers and the footers. Eh. <laughs> eh. Eh. But I'd rather be, the surprise. But you're going to be going on vacation, like we said, and mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm not even going. Um. But I'm terrified. Why? Well, I've I've never been, and this will come as a shock to no one, perhaps. I've not. I, I, the only times I've been out of the country is this the story that I've told on. I'm sure that I've told it on the show before that I accidentally <laughs> ended up in Mexico once. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and uh, I won't rehash the story uh, now, but maybe on a maybe on a oh oh on a bonus show or something. Oh, anyway, uh, and okay. the other time was I went to I went to Canada to the Stratford. I think it's called the Stratford Shakespeare Festival. Okay. Um, and, uh, I went there, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or so. And, um, I met, um, I can't remember his name now. It's Brian something. The guy who did the voice for Robin Hood for Disney's Robin Hood. Okay. Oh, cool. And I think, I think if I recall correctly, I think I got him to sign a a Robin Hood poster for me, but I can't remember if that's true or not. That might be, he's since passed away. And also Graham Greene. Uh, who you may know from such films as um, uh, The Green Mile and uh, Dances with Wolves. They, those movies did okay. Yeah, I think I heard yeah, those. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did all right. Just, well, just, I hope you do have a great vacation, sir. Thanks. Uh, most oh, so, oh, so, yes. sorry, I totally lost the, the point of the, that, what I was saying there, which was oh. I've never really been out of the country. I certainly haven't been off of the continent. So, yeah. And then, so I had to get money. I've never had fifty four thousand anything, um, <laughs> despite what Sandwich will tell you about the Geek Stuff product archive. I, I was that's where uh, I was going to go with that. I I have I I picked up from the bank today fifty four thousand yen, mm-hmm. which I was like I am I am golden because it's like, it's like gas money, right? Well, what's the what's like, the ratio? What's the conversion? It's five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Five hundred dollars, like a fifty-four thousand yen. Then I'm like, I'm living like a king in Japan. Mm-hmm. Then I, then I, then I found out like a thousand yen is like, you know, that's a small amount. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, then I was like, oh, I'm not really, not, I'm not really doing that not well. So much. I'm, well, just don't don't fall in love with Japan so much that you're going to end up moving there. Because it's already yeah. enough, enough with the Skype conversations, doing the podcast. You're not the so. only. You're not the only person who has expressed that fear. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, don't worry. Okay, all right, that's good. Um, well, I do. How and how long are you gonna be gone for? Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. So, which means I'll miss next week, which I'm really upset about, um, because stuff is already leaking from Toy Fair. Yep. I mean, all over the place, leaking from Toy Fair. For example, right now, right as we're having this conversation, Mezco has already. Uh, I think on Facebook and maybe social media have announced that they're doing a 112 Predator. Should we should we give like a little preview for for? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll definitely we talk about. That. We can do yeah, that in the back half of the show. Go, we can go right into that right now. That is leaked already. Okay. That uh, it's not really a leak. They're pretty much saying, guess what? There's a 112 Predator. Mm-hmm. Um. And and I mean, I find that really interesting on a number of levels. One level is. Is NECA a little upset about that? Because, uh, you know, they're the guys who've been doing six-inch predator, six-inch scale predator for, I don't even know. It's got to be 15 years or more. Okay. You know, there's like a gazillion of them. I mean, they've done tons of them. So I found that really interesting as to, I wonder how they got around getting that or unless NECA's given up the license which I think if that were the case, we would have heard about it already. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that's, I don't know that it's been officially announced or released or what, but um, Hasbro, (laughs) in a really interesting move, uh, Hasbro has released uh, or is going to release a line of six-inch G.I. Joes. I don't know how I feel about that. 
Well, I feel, I mean, on the one hand, for G.I. Joe guys, I feel great because they haven't had squat yes, that, in a couple of years. Which that part is very um, nice. Yeah, but on the other hand, it's kind of like this is going to be the same argument as when they started doing the six-inch black series for Star Wars, which mm-hmm. is guys who have traditionally collected three and three-quarter who are not getting any product now. Are they expected to hop on board the six inch train here or are they, you know, like, you, you know, you're going to hear from those guys. Those toys have been around since 1983, 82, maybe. Um, I was going to say 83. Toys have been around that long. So. Mm hmm. Sandwich, what are you doing to that dog? Nothing. No, 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 no. He's ball. he's playing interference right now. He's doing he's he's doing well. I'm doing God's work right um, now. For so uh, you you are doing God's work. So um so they released an image of a boxed six inch snake eyes, mm-hmm. and it's got a whole bunch of accessories and a whole bunch of things. I posted it on our Facebook page. I'm pretty sure. Um so that so you know everybody's waiting to hear that, and there's also a. There is an insane rumor going around, and it's just a rumor at this point. There's an insane rumor going around that Hasbro uh, may not get the Star Wars license Ooh. after this year. That they, 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 that whenever their or whenever their current contract, I guess, with Lucasfilm is up, that 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 may be it. They might be done. To which I say, holy crap! I can't even imagine what's going to happen because it's going to, you know, it's going to go to somebody. And one rumor had it that it, you know, maybe it was going to go to Mattel. And I was like, what, you know, like that, that, Mm -hmm. I mean, that wouldn't, I don't think it should go anywhere. First of all, you know, I think Hasbro needs to start listening to people other than Hasbro because the problems that they're having are all caused by themselves. And by the way, they blame Lucasfilm for all the problems and Lucasfilm blames them for all the problems, you know? So, you know, they, they need to stop, uh, you know, they, they need to stop blaming each other and start listening to the people who are buying the, the toys. Now, I've said that for probably 15 years, or at least the better part of that time, period, mm-hmm. because that's what we've been going through. Um, as far as uh, other rumors from Toy Fair, I can't think of anything significant. I think those are the two most significant at the moment. Um, the, the two things that I've heard, have you guys heard anything about anything happening at toy fair? Uh, well, the things, well, I've just been sending up interviews and just kind of getting my itinerary ready for the, for the, I'm going to be going on right. Saturday and Sunday as, uh, I might've mentioned before. Um, right. and, and just kind of organizing some thoughts. The, the only thing, uh, the only thing I got, I mean, I got offered some handouts, got offered a few toys, but that was really it. I haven't heard any rumors. Um, right. should we talk about some of the interviews or do we want to save? No, those? no, no. Hold those. Hold those. No, okay. save those. Because I'm excited I, for I mean, those too. I mean, I, I have finally gotten a look. Um, I know we talked about this last week, Nick. I finally got a look at those McFarland DC figures, mm-hmm. of which there are one billion of on this island for some reason. Okay. Overloaded with them. So um, I finally got a look at all of them. I think they're I think they're pretty amazing. I'm not so really jazzed about the animated series ones per se. But on the topic of the animated series, mm-hmm. um, DC has announced that they are going to um, be starting up a new Batman title that is actually set in the Batman animated series universe. So there's going to okay. be an ongoing book. 
And accompanying that ongoing book will be a continuation of their six-inch animated series figure line, uh, which I know that they're going to be showing a bunch of at Toy Fair. So that was another Toy Fair thing, I guess, that That's I heard. That's pretty nice. I mean, I will say that so. I kind of like going into uh, – I mean, this is only the second year I'm going to be going to Toy Fair. Um, but I do like kind of going in a little bit cold. Uh, it's one thing if there's like certain uh, headlines that Hasbro and Mattel might have put out. Um, but there's something I think kind of just like seeing like a, a figure in person or, or a toy or, or a statue, whatever the case may be. There's something about seeing it in person before seeing it online that just makes it, I don't know, it kind of gives you that real first impression um, that way. So I kind of like waiting to see what's going to come out actually at the Javits Center at the same time. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. There's going to be a lot of great stuff. Uh, I'm hoping to be able to get into Hasbro. I still may have a chance to get into the Hasbro section because uh, that's always uh, always a bit of a pain. I may, may still even get into Wizards of the Coast, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I, I you, you probably won't get into their – I mean, at this point, I imagine because it's like a couple days away, you probably won't get into their collector's event, which is a shame. But, you know, at the same time, it's kind of like it's there's nothing in there that's not going to come out through other sources. One of the sources we'll point you towards right now, of course, is Fanthatrax, F-A-N-T-H-A-T-R-A-C-K-S, Fanthatrax.com. They are, you know, the largest uh, Star Wars news collective, and uh, they will have all the information uh, from Toy Fair every single bit of Star Wars stuff that's coming from all sorts of different uh, producers. So nice. definitely check those guys out. And, you know, there's other sources as well. So it's yeah. not like, you know, we can't make it into that particular one. That's okay. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of other things to see. For I know, sure. Nick, you're going to you're gonna go to Mezco, NECA, McFarlane, all those guys, I imagine. Yep, so. I want to hit up Super 7. Um, yeah. I, I kind of love some of the figures they, they've been teasing on Instagram. So, uh yeah, it's going to be a really fun weekend. I'm actually really excited. And uh, I mean, and I, the best part, mm -hmm. the best part, of course, always, sorry not to interrupt you, Nick. The best part, of course, is always, and this is the thing OG and I used to do, which was, well, we walked the entire floor yeah. because, you know, that's the way we discovered stuff like Tonner Dahl when they were doing their Harry Potter line, uh, you know, when we first stumbled upon those and some other things as well. We have covered a lot of things that were just Twilight Turtle is another amazing example of that. Just something that we stumbled on and we thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, just because we walked the entire floor, even the scary doll section, you know, the scary real doll section, like where the mm -hmm. stuff looks so real, you're just like creeped out by it. Even that section we walked and, you know, if there was anything that we found interesting, we stopped and tried to have a chat. I mean, so. last year there was, I, I can't remember the, the name of the company off the top of my head, but they had the the... I don't even know what you would call them, but they're, they're these like kind of figures that would be able to hold, hold your game controller for whatever system. Yes. Uh, video yeah, yeah. Game system you yeah, have. Those, yeah, those are cool. And, and they looked, they were really nice vinyl pieces. And honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that I saw them at Toy Fair, I wouldn't have known about it. And again, it was a nice surprise just kind of stumbling upon yeah. it. So I know exactly what you mean. And um, what I was going to say before, uh, I'm going to be trying to take as many, many pictures as possible that I'm allowed to at Toy Fair between... Uh, memory card availability and uh, what they actually let me take pictures of there. So we'll definitely be posting those on uh, our Facebook page. Uh, we'll, right. we'll put some of our links in our Discord, on, on the Twitter and Instagrams. We'll, we'll link some stuff over. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of cool stuff, which I'm pretty excited for, as as you do your shimmy over there. Yeah, I just I thought I heard music, but I wasn't sure. So <laughs> It's understandable. You're playing it safe. Um, 
all right, boys. I guess we can get started with the rest of the prep sheet. Um, I think the biggest story, arguably, of the week, uh, or at least since our last uh, episode, uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman revealed an official uh, camera test. Uh, I believe it was, as always, once we're done recording, uh, some big news drops right afterwards. So I think it was on Wednesday. Um, it was, a, what was it? maybe like a 15, 20-ish seconds of uh, Pattinson, which frankly looked like a new season of Daredevil. <laughs> um, that they were, that that was about to be teased if it wasn't for the fact that I saw like the direct links. Um, people lost their shit. People said it was a trailer. It wasn't a trailer. No, uh, it wasn't really much of a. It's not a teaser. Maybe you can call it. Maybe Barely. you're you're but you're pu- you're pushing if you're calling it a teaser. I agree. Um, it was just more of a, you know, this is happening because obviously yeah, it was, it was produced. Just, yeah, it was, was really not a teaser. Which uh, you know, like. I, I saw that someone just doctored up this camera test as a teaser, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really funny because just not a teaser. All it was was a camera test. I also saw that somebody like took a still from it, and then they created another still of the Joker, the Joaquin Joker, mm-hmm. um, that had like a gray, a green sort of pale over it the way that, that the Batman one has red. Okay. So. What are you doing to that dog sandwich? I don't know what he wants or needs. <laughs> he wants and needs a bone that you are supposed to bring from work. That's okay. okay. It's okay. Everything's fine. Um, I mean, obviously, Kev, you're the, the resident Joker fan. Not so much okay. of the Batman. Let's, let's say that's true. I'm pretty sure you're uh, you're yeah. the bigger Joker fan amongst the three of us here. Um, I'm not going to fight you for that title. I'm, I mean, does that? I mean, does this make anyone really excited for for the? Because I got to be honest, I'm like, okay, it's it is what it is. I honestly didn't think much more of that. And then I think I saw it on Twitter. Someone kind of focused on the the chest portion, uh-huh. and it looked like the bat symbol. At first, I thought it might have been like some like military knives or something, but someone pointed out that it looks like uh, gun handles. So he says that it looks like they kind of transformed the guns that might have like killed his parents as like the sim- the bat symbol on his chest. I, I wow, I sure hope not. I that I'm like this is just like beyond beyond morbid if that's the case. Me is me. And I, more and more than morbid. It's more than morbid. It's unnecessary and stupid. And I'm starting to get and you know and I first saw that camera test and I saw these little tiny useless details. Mm-hmm. I'm already worried. About I'm already worried about this uh, this this movie to begin with. Now we start leaking these little details like, oh, it's like, is it the gun handle? Shut up! If it is, the movie's over already. Mm-hmm. It's it's done before it starts. If they're doing dumb shit like that, I mean, me is me. I kind of like the suit. It reminded me like the Arkham series suit from the video games. It looked very much like that to me. So I didn't mind it. If it's the bat symbol is the gun handle or some other stupid thing. You know, you know what? If, gonna... if the if the bat symbol is the gun handle, they should take it off his chest and put it next to his head. <laughs> <laughs> Get the whole gun. Do the job right. Make it make it end. So yeah, I'm just hoping that's not the case with with him right now because if it is, that's just gonna be so upsetting. Um, but again, it's just, it's just not even a teaser. It's, it's an on-camera test. So, um, 
we we will see what happens. I, I just don't think it's it looks right if they actually do bring Joaquin into it. I don't know if the aesthetics of it kind of work next to the two characters. Yeah. Um, but again, that remains to be seen because there's just so much more that we need to go to um, uh, at that point. So I, my thing, I, yeah, I think we're I think we're a long way from finding out if that's the case. And I keep hearing both sides. I keep hearing yes, it is, and no, it isn't. And the one uh, ubiquitous clandestine informant who can answer that question for me, I haven't seen him in, I don't know, since the fall. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. All right, well, we shall see. I, I feel like this this Batman, I feel like no one really cares. It might sound horrible, but no one's really interested in Sparkle Bat. I, I feel like Batfleck kind of killed the, the Batman vibes right now. But, but here's the thing. Everyone said that um, with Nolan's Batman and Joker until... It's just things like, things started kind of. Why would they out. put out this test or whatever if they're not trying to get hype because no one cares? They're not. You know, it's a test for a reason. It's not only a test for them. It's a test for us because if if you know if overwhelmingly everybody came back and was like, "Blah," you know, "Oh, it's awful." Uh, it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. They would change it. You know, that's really what this is. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity to float it by people and go, is it, what do they think? Do the fans think it's okay? Do they think it's crap? You know, like, do they think the gun handles thing is, you know, like dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. If it looks like gun handles and everyone's like gun handles, that's stupid. Then they remove the gun handles. I mean, that's what they should be doing. That's if you're going to leak footage for a purpose, that's the purpose. What is he in a bucket? No, I don't know what he's trying to do. But I can't see. What from here. the hell are you doing, Sandwich? Uh, nothing. He keeps scratching the, the this thing the guitar, over here. The guitar amp. The guitar amp. So I'm gonna just kind of try to walk past this. Um. So my my question going into this Batman movie is, are they trying to just kill off the DCU? Are they trying to start the the Batman DCEU universe or whatever? Yes. Yeah, and I think that I think. The fact that Wonder Woman looks, Wonder Woman looks, uh, the Wonder Woman eighty four looks really bad. I think that you know that that might be the you know sort of maybe the nail in the coffin of that series unless it does well. And I haven't heard anything about another Aquaman, and I haven't heard anything about another. I mean, we've heard about another Shazam, but that's only like, so that's uh- only. barely related to the DCU. So I think what we heard or what we uh, said on this show, I don't even remember how long ago that was. I feel like it was two years ago, which was that through our ubiquitous clandestine informants that they were going to split off and create an entirely new Batman universe from the ground up with Matt Reeves. This is after Affleck was out. Um, that they're going to create an entire Batman universe of movies. Um, that's kind of what seems like is happening here. And I think the only bump in the road to that plan from a couple of years ago is that the birds of prey movie that they put out was a colossal failure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. another colossal failure by a, um, you know, by, by a Warner brothers, DC film, you know, and I think because that one was set in the Batman universe, I think we can count on possibly never seeing any of those characters again 
um, in the, in, in the cinematic universe. And I wouldn't be upset about that because, and I haven't seen it, but the way they were portrayed apparently was awful. So that said, good, leave them off the plate. They've been ruined. There's plenty of other characters out there, you know, the, in the Batman universe that can be done. And maybe after a while, if the Batman universe kind of catches on, maybe later they try to like get Huntress in or something like that. Or, or maybe even if they really have established a great Joker, they try to get Harley back in, but not Margot Robbie's Holly, um, uh, Harley. I think that's at its end now. Um, with this, you know, they thought so highly of how this was going to go mm -hmm. and it has just bombed because once again, Warner listening to no fan, uh, you, you know, you, you, you can't make a birds of prey movie and try to ham handedly, um, make Harley Quinn, the de facto leader of the group. I mean, it's just stupid. And then you make black mask, the villain, and he's not really black mask. So, you know, like it's, it's, it's one thing after another. And I, I think, thankfully, I think you're right, Sandwich. I think the DC cinematic universe might be done, at least for now, um, with, with the few spotty bits that are left over. And the Batman universe, hopefully, if they don't screw up the first entry with gun handle fucking <laughs> bat symbols, maybe there's a chance. Maybe there's a chance. Well, let's move I, on. Let's talk like a little bit more with the with the box office this weekend because uh, the big Valentine's Day movie dropped of Sonic the Hedgehog and <laughs> it decimated Birds of Prey. Uh, over the four day span, the movie brought in a video game movie over the four day holiday uh, brought in over around sixty eight million dollars. Now, Sonic for just the three day weekend brought in fifty eight million. Birds of Prey. Uh, after what would have been two a week or so in theaters, um, seventeen point two million. So it got crushed, crushed over the weekend. And from people who are into video games, I'm hearing good reviews. Oh, nice. I mean, I, I, it's mo much more of, um, uh, you know, like I don't think anyone in my family who never grew up playing video games is going to give a shit. Yeah, I think it's going to be more of a nostalgia trip and not much. Like, I don't think they're going to bring like a, a Smash Brothers universe kind of universe into something like this. Um, but it, I mean, I can't believe it, but it did so well. It, and so far worldwide, it's brought in over $125 million. Um, and it had a budget of $85 million. Oh. Is that factoring in the, re the reworking of Sonic, I wonder, uh, into their budget? Usually it doesn't. So uh, if you go to boxofficemojo.com, um, I do not think any of those go into it. I think it's just like the original because going into it. I want to say, I think it was a really good move of, I, I don't know who actually put out this movie, honestly, off the top of my head. Paramount Pictures. It's Paramount. Mm -hmm. On Paramount to rework that Sonic from the nightmare it was to a really, really good, believable looking Sonic. No, did you see it yet? No, I did not. I actually, that was a movie that I kind of forgot about, but I wanted to see. So I want to go out and see it at some point. Because it's doing so good, I, I kind of want to see it. Yeah. I'm almost a little embarrassed to say it, but I kind of want to see it. Yeah. I mean, also the fact that so much went into... like, But again, this is kind of going back to it, comparing it to Birds of Prey. They put out a trailer. It got crushed. And they said, okay, we'll be right back. 
And they tailor made it for the fans. Oh yeah. And this isn't a matter of you know we're crafting our art in a different way. Like it was bad. It, oh no, it was, just it was bad. atrocious. And and they listened to the fans, kind of like what Kev was saying about uh, Warner not listening to their fans about the de- about uh, Birds of Prey, and they put out a good product, and it shows and, right and, now. And Hasbro not listening to fans about Star Wars, <laughs> they, yes, so we're getting them yeah, all let, in. Let, let's just check all the boxes right now. But I'd be interested to see what kind of um, uh, uh, decline it's going to have in at the box office next week. I don't know what else is coming out to to go up against it. Um, doesn't look like a whole hell of a lot, to be honest with you. Um, Goldie, True Fiction, I'm looking at the... Uh, yeah, I don't... It might come in first place next weekend, too. Yes. Bert, so good, Sonic, good Sonic. Sonic would be uh, number has a potential of being number one multiple weeks in a row, <laughs> uh, compared to Birds of Prey, which just got decimated. Harley Quinn got beat up by Sonic the Hedgehog. That's the headline right there. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Harley. I don't, I don't want to. And rightfully so. Thing. Yeah. But like, I don't know a single fan even of Harley Quinn who was really excited for this. Even movie. OG wasn't happy about it, and he's he wanted it. originally. He's like, oh, maybe I want to see it, but no. Um. Kev, why don't you talk about the the next bit of Star Wars move, uh, news that that's in the prep sheet? All right, uh, Cassie and Andor uh, series filming is delayed on Disney Plus. So um, it was scheduled. So the Cassie and Andor series is um, Diego Luna's character and uh, uh, what's his name who play the robot. Uh, uh, it's um, uh, Cassian and K2SO from Rogue One, if you remember those characters. They're going to have a, a prequel series on um, Disney+. Plus. was supposed to start shooting in June of this year, but it has now been postponed. There's no new date available as to when pickup will um, the series will pick up filming. Um, and apparently, it's once again, it's script issues. So... I don't know what's going on with scripts, whether Disney is just being like, yo, we got to get these scripts perfect, which I wouldn't blame them for. But to delay, delay, delay. Mm-hmm. First Kenobi, now Cassie and Andor. I mean, it's it's it doesn't look good. It's not a good look for them to have that these delays keep piling up because of the writing of the script, because then. Everyone remembers that, and they're thinking when they watch the episodes, oh, yeah, remember all those delays about the scripts? And they're thinking about the scripts, and they're going to talk about the scripts. And then, you know, naturally, they're going to start prejudging the scripts. And mm-hmm. it's just it's just a slippery slope. You know, I think they should, you know, just kind of, the, you know, if they're going to delay it, then then delay it. But say it's something else, you, you know. So. I'm I'm just curious, like, Say what Diego this... Luna has a cold, you know, or something. <laughs> yes, you know. Uh, I'm I'm kind of curious because I feel like because this is what this was specifically for Disney Plus, right? Um, yes. So I mean, this feels like they're having like yes, they were able to get Disney Plus off the ground, but I feel like they're kind of struggling, kind of keeping the momentum going um, after having such a a splash of a, a, a debut, as it were. So I'm going to be kind of curious to see, you know, for the because obviously they invested so much into Disney Plus, um, how they kind of uh, what they're going to try to do to make up for it. Maybe, you know, they're going to try to put something else in its place or they're reshuffling and kind of how they're how they're working around it. And kind of as a as a quick side note to that, uh, gentlemen, um, I actually just finished this past weekend. Um, Bob Iger's new book, uh-huh. uh, his um, 
15 years as the CEO of Disney. I forgot the exact name of the book. Um, but absolutely worth picking it up for anyone who's uh, into our uh, culture of things. Because uh, he, he talks about the background kind of uh, uh, how he brought uh, Disney back. And he went into some of the details with acquiring Marvel, uh, Fox, uh, Star Wars, the launch of Disney Plus. Uh, and, and I'm really hoping my... My big, actually, and his conversations that he's had with Steve Jobs over the years, which I found very interesting. Hmm. But uh, as a side note to it all, I'm really hoping like years down the line, someone comes out a book once everyone's retired or they're, you know, kind of just done with the business. They talk about the acquisition of Marvel because he danced around so many issues about the, (laughs) about the acquisition of Marvel. Yeah. And then the problems that they have between the MCU and the people who are running the comic books at the exact same time over in New York. So it'll be kind of interesting. I'm hoping one day, I know it's a very small, small chance of it actually happening, but I would love to get a more of an in-depth look of uh, actually the birth of the MCU and what had to happen to uh, to get it going. So, yeah, I feel like, going back to the Cassie Andor thing, I feel like all the writers for like Mandalorian mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan and Cassie Andor, I feel like they're all just sitting in the room, in one room and they came up with one show and they all just left thinking it was their show. Like all worked on the same project. Like, oh yeah, just just change the name and mm-hmm. just make it different. And no one changed no one changed it up enough. Cause, I mean, what? like you said before, well, they, they had, you know, the Mandalorian. It was a big deal and it was great. And I understand, you know, they work, we work Obi-Wan and all that. But I don't know. I, I don't understand. Maybe I guess they're trying to get it right. Like Kev said, Cassie and Andor, but. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, it, theoretically, looks... theoretically, Kenobi and Cassie and Andor take place roughly in the same time period. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, the Mandalorian doesn't at all. But I mean, I, I, I'm with the exception of uh, the fact that you know the Mandalorian could have been a child in that time period. I, I don't yeah, really know. Could've. He could have. Yeah, he would. He would have been a child during that time period. So, I mean, I guess theoretically. You know, they they could they could do some sort of crossover. I, I'm just that's just my response to you saying that they were all one TV show and then they all <laughs> thought it was theirs, which I thought was funny. Um, but but theoretically, just all kidding aside, I mean, theoretically, they could, you know, there could be some cross referencing there, um, sort of all over the place, really. I'm wondering now, like, because we're in the post Skywalker saga, whatever you want to call it, where they're done making Skywalker films, so. Thank God. Like me and some other people, I don't know how you guys feel, uh, we're kind of wondering where do we take Star Wars now? Do we do like Old Republic kind of stuff? Do we keep going forward and do like Ray's timeline or whatever we're doing? It's like they recreate, wh- they recreate it with Lucas's original script. You know, it's like we don't know where we're going, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they left us in the car and said drive. There you go. Um, moving on, sticking around with some of the, the Disney news. Uh, according to Variety, Disney is going to be coming out with a sequel to Aladdin. It has officially been ordered. Um, this shouldn't be much of a surprise, mostly for the fact that it made a little over a bajillion dollars, uh, specifically one, a little over $1 billion worldwide, uh, almost a year ago now at this point. Uh, and this was, I think this is going to be the first live-action one to get a sequel then. Uh, Maleficent got one. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. You're right. Excuse me. I forgot. Uh, no word on exactly when... Um, uh, when it is going to be coming out, um, but it's some, there's something kind of amazing the fact that like they're still hitting the home runs and they still kind of have all this stuff lined up. Um, 
at this point. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, no matter what you think about it, no matter if you hate these recreations, the fact that you, you think that's uh, stupid because that, that these shows are on Broadway, billion dollars is a billion dollars. Yeah. So A whole B. The only way, mm-hmm. there are two conditions under which I will see this movie. What's that? Condition one, that it is a live action adaptation of The Return of Jafar. The third one? Yeah, it would be No, Return of Jafar was the sequel to Ooh. the animated one. Yeah. That was the sequel. So unless it's a live and and Guy Ritchie is directing it. Ooh, Those are the t- the only ways I'm seeing this yeah, movie. Yeah, that would be that be interesting right there. I thought it was a Well, he directed sequel. the first one. Yeah. So if they can't get him back for the second one and honestly, maybe he doesn't maybe he doesn't want to do it. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But no, no, no. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, Kevin, by the way, were you a fan of the Doc Savage at all? No. No, I don't know why never. I thought we... I had it onto the prep sheet thinking you were for some reason, so never mind. Uh, Morbius reshoots are underway with Jared Leto. <laughs> Is that why you're just skipping that whole yeah, that, story? Basically, I literally added think because I even asked Sandwich. I'm like, he's a fan, isn't he? And you know, he didn't know either, but... You know, so- I am a fan. I am a fan of the pulp heroes of sort of that era, mm-hmm. you know? Like the Phantom and Zorro and the Lone Ranger and yep. all. Doc Savage, I never got into or behind at all. I can tell you this, though. I'm pretty sure if they're doing a TV series of Doc Savage, I'm pretty sure we know who the producer is. Just saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. I don't know that they mentioned that in here or not, but I'm pretty sure there's only one guy who would be able to produce this. I'm scanning now to see. Well, I can just, I know he's been, I know the, the property's been mentioned on the show before, uh, at least at minimum. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it has. And it's because it's the same person who has sort of, uh, I, I think the rights to all of these, I think, well, I don't know, but we'll, we'll find out for sure. Morbius reshoots underway with Gerard Leto. (laughs) Does it? Say why though in this article just sort of five months ago. Morbius, totally the second in a crew reunited with reshoots of the film focusing on the living vampire while reshoots late in the game. Some kind of spell bad tiny It's a little on the generic side about about the reshoots. Um, and that's a little bit yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably just it's probably just standard reshoots, so that's fine. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering. You know, like, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if Marvel has anything to do with uh, Marvel, if uh, Sony. D- Disney has anything to oh. do with the reshoots. Like, there's notes, or there, it was just reaction from the the the, the, the last trailer uh, at the exact same time. Maybe they tie in a few more things. So, well, um, if the idea here is that this is going to cross with MCU characters, which it clearly is going to. Um, and I don't mean Spider-Man. I mean uh, the Vulture. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if it's going to cross with, you know, Michael Keaton's Vulture, then it, I imagine they're going to have a much. They must have an agreement to have a, a a bit of a say as to how that gets done. So the reshoots could be about that, but who knows? You know, we'll, we we may never know. This is true. I feel like they can't do Morbius. I think we said before without Blade. Like if they're gonna do Blade and they're gonna do Morbius, maybe they I feel it like in. it just makes sense to have them interact even for five. They're minutes. not, yeah. But like, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. However, I mean, to me, it seems like they would be mortal enemies. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
because they really are. I mean, with all due respect, they're the they're for all intents and purposes, they're almost the same character. You know, to a degree, at yeah, least in in a sense, they're the same character because although Blade does it a different way, he's doing the same thing that anti-hero Morbius does. Morbius just doesn't have guns and swords and shit. He just, you know, he he just gets at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With hands and teeth and all that. And that's not what Blade's a trained fighter and got trained by Whistler and all that stuff. Um, which is, is, I'm assuming they're going to keep that part of the storyline uh, intact for the MCU. Although I guess I shouldn't assume anything. Um, but that said, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine them teaming up. In fact, I, I can't even imagine them really appearing in the same film because uh, don't forget, Sandwich, that Morbius is a Sony character and Blade is a Marvel Studios character. So, yep. I mean, although there is some crossover that, that clearly is taking place, I don't know that they're just going to start crossing over everybody. You know, and I also think the similarity in the characters would would kind of dictate that doesn't happen anyway. Really, yeah. my opinion. I, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like King Kong versus Godzilla. Where I know they're different characters, and you know Godzilla is definitely different than King Kong. Mm-hmm. But one of those things where it's like you know Blade versus Morbius, but then it's like, and then a third vampire shows up, and it's mm-hmm. the bad vampire, and they have to team up, and it's yeah. Dracula, yeah. and they have to team up <laughs> to defeat him. Blade's already done that. This <laughs> so. is, yeah, this is true. I don't know. Also, I feel like with Blade, uh, two-minute two thing about Blade, then we're going to keep going. Um, I feel like we're going in a place now with the MCU where we want to go, like, galactic and, like, fighting stuff out in the universe. I feel like Blade's a weird <laughs> a weird place to be because I feel like Blade has no has nothing to do with, like, you know, Galactus. Or hey, man, I'm okay with King all this. Conqueror. You tie all this. started off with Doctor Strange, how it's all kind of hoary. Move it over. I mean, obviously, I'm all about that. No, so, yeah, yeah. So no, I, I'm just, I'm okay with it. I don't know where the MCU is going. A lot, a lot of uh, things nope. are in a place where we don't know where the uh, driver's taking us, but we'll find out eventually. This is true. I, I don't think I don't think we're taking a vast turn off into space. You know, Blade is certainly proof of that. Number one, number two. Um, you know, uh, the rumors are really spiraling around again about the daredevil show with charlie cox coming back oh, which also would be a would be a street level thing as well so you know you got to take that really into consideration i mean i think they need those street level and although all their street level characters were canceled mm-hmm. so i mean let's it's daredevil punisher um cage uh, jessica, Powerful, jones, jessica jones <laughs> Yeah, all those, and not, and not only those, but also like Cloak and Dagger, mm-hmm. that was on Freeform, and Agent I feel like Carter. Yeah, there was that too. Agent, no, Agent Carter was kind of a one-off. I don't think she's coming back, but nah. that was more historical anyway. But you, you know, like I think, you know, those characters that we just mentioned there in in that little arc, I think those characters there are are still prime characters at the street level. I think they just got to get their street level game going again. You know, they all the MCU TV stuff is like all pretty much rips from the film. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. Winter Soldier and Falcon is that is, you know, characters from the film, WandaVision characters from the film, Loki. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I posted a really interesting article today, actually, on our Facebook about the Loki movie and 
something I hadn't even considered. You know, recently we were talking about, well, where does the MCU go from Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think, I don't know why I didn't think of this. One of their other major villains, which would really be appropriate, especially considering um, the whole Loki TV show kind of falls right into this, is Kang. Yeah. Kang the Conqueror mm. is... He's he's all time travel. He's all alternate universes. It makes perfect sense. And rumor has it that they will introduce Kang um, in the Loki series. So if that's the case, you know, like that could be they could be setting up Kang to be the major bad for the next phase. I mean, I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm just saying. I could see it. He is a major Avengers villain, so I could see it happening. No, it makes sense. I don't know if I want it to happen, but I could see it happening. I still think it should be Galactus, but, you know, like, Kang is Kang is not, like, strong, and he doesn't have an army or anything crazy like that, but he has manipulates time. He has the, he has the one thing that, you know, kind of, you know, they, they manipulated to defeat Thanos. Well, what if somebody else manipulated it for bad reasons? Yeah. It's kind of a really great answer to, uh, you know, sort of the Thanos story, which was, well, we needed to alter time in order to defeat Thanos. Well, what if some bad guy got the, um, you know, what if some villain got the, the idea or the technology or stole it or, or you know, somehow got Stark's time travel technology? Mm-hmm. That's, That's a great story. Why not? No, <laughs> and if it's Kang, why not? Why not? So, yeah, there, there you go. go. Uh, Big Kev, why don't uh, you take us to break, sir? And with that, Mr. Uh, Mister Mayhem. There you go. Which I think is interesting. And uh, the sandwich, we will take this uh, only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 577. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the one we're calling, um, uh, whatever we called it earlier. What did we call it earlier? Big Kev in Little Tokyo. Big Kev in Little Tokyo. Hmm. But I'm going to be in the actual Tokyo. So, I mean, I don't, does that really work? I don't even know. Big Kev in actual Wait. Tokyo sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about, uh, how about uh, we're dropping Big Kev on Hiroshima? So, like, you know, just, I'm just thinking. <laughs> Are we still recording? No, no, no nothing, nothing like that. No, no. Earlier we talked about what? What were we talking about earlier that I said? Uh, oh, oh. How about start listening? Start. Listening. Does that works for sure. Hasbro? And it works for I don't know. I don't know. Let's see if it develops. Okay. Okay. Break time. Build your own X-wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red Five Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Live from Studio M, it's Geek Stuff TNG! With your hosts, the illustrious Big Kev, 
Mr. Mayhem himself, Monty, and I, the Sandwich. You just heard a lovely little commercial from our friend over at Build X-Wing. Build X-Wing home to the one and only 118th scale X-Wing on the market, which is perfect for you and your three and three quarter figures. It's a great piece for collector guys and Damara and Diorama guys and people who just like things in scale. It's fully detailed and fully realized. It comes with many fun little details like working landing lights, R2-D2, goes boop, boop, and bop, and the X-Wells go out into attack position. We here at Geeks of TNG like to highlight the Deluxe Edition, which comes with uh, some static figures, little people mover, and a little static Luke Skywalker for the cockpit. We here at Geeks of TNG always encourage you to use your, uh, uh, what's the points of articulation figures in your, uh, in your, in your X-Wing, but to each their own. I'm going to keep going. Um, (laughs) It comes with many fun little magazines that give nice little information, some background knowledge, source material, and helps you uh, build the piece as you go along. And it comes with a nice little binder. You can put the magazines all together and display it somewhere, maybe on your bookshelf or on your mantle, and just enjoy it there. Sounds lovely. Yes. Time for my nice little spot, stolen from the big Kev himself, the illustrious one. Um, (laughs) You're going to go to a convention with you and your friends. You know, your Star Wars fans, maybe go to Toy Fair, you know coming up soon like me yeah all like right. monty all right for, for for this spot we are monty so we are monty we're walking through the convention maybe not monty because monty might be able to do this and you're gonna see a figure and you're gonna say hey bud how much that how much does that run for and the guys can say hey bud it runs for this much and you're gonna say wow no i'm gonna walk away now or else i'm gonna make a bad decision don't make a bad decision folks don't Drop your entire wallet on a piece. Get the affordable way. Get the monthly way. Pay month to month and really enjoy the piece as it comes in. You build it as you go along, and you're really going to enjoy it once you you get it set up in your room, the man cave maybe. You're going to get those nice little figures to go along with it, your C-3PO's, your R2-D2's, and you're really, really going to enjoy it. You don't want to miss out on this, folks. It's a beautiful piece. It's big. It's hefty. It's a no joke piece. No, 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 sandwich. If I want this piece, how do I? How do I obtain it? How do you attain it? Well, it, you can go to uh, buildxwing.com where they have nice little payment wow. plans there, so you can figure out. Like I said, we always uh, encourage the deluxe edition here. But if you don't have your your uh, phone on you, or you know, maybe you got one of those dial up phones where you gotta like get the wire rotary and stuff, phone. rotary phone, you know. You can call them at 877-544-6779. There's a total generation gap on that one. Uh, right no, there. no. What happened there is I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Uh-huh. So I just completely forgot what the hell to call them. That's okay. That's okay. And, you know, just uh, before, because I want to pimp out our Patreon really quickly. And, Big Kev, there's actually something I wanted to tell you ahead of time. But, you know. oh I, I forgot. I got the goldfish memory. Um, do you remember when the kids, in the way back when, they, they would collect baseball cards from Tops? Well, I just found out that they actually have some really cool Star Wars um, cards that they uh, that they they roll out as it were. They're calling it the the Star Wars Living Set, and what they do is they sell uh, different kind of bundles and they sell the cards like little by little. So they're selling something that characters from the new movie, but it looks like cards that came out way back when, like seventies, eighties, and everything like that. Kind of uh-huh. a nice retro look and everything. They're doing it for uh, Star Wars. They're doing it for baseball. They're doing it for basketball. And it looks really interesting. And uh, uh, it's worth maybe checking out the Ebays or the Tops.com website to kind of see if someone's interested. Because, um, frankly, I kind of like this kind of retro style that they're kind of going with here. So that's just me that I wanted to flag. 
but also what I really wanted to flag was our lovely Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG, uh, which helps us support, uh, which you can help support the show, rather, excuse me, uh, and it helps out tremendously. For as little as a buck, you're able to get access to our Discord service. For $3 a month, you'll get the show uh, a day and a half early. Usually that's Tuesday night. Uh, like I said, we are recording a little late because of work schedules. Uh, and you get a sneak peek at the prep sheet. For $5, you get the weekend bonus show. Uh, the sandwich uh, shop is uh, going through some uh, health care. Renovations. Health, health, health violations and it needs to renovate. So I'm picking up the slack there. And you're also able to get access to our vintage episode, the... Uh, the Geek Stuff, the prior, the that old old Geek Stuff show, whatever that was called. <laughs> and for $10 a month, you get access to our Instagrams and be a part of the show live. Uh, and so, for $40 a month, you're able to be an advertiser on the show. Ooh. we fucking zowie. So lots of good stuff. So I didn't know if I'm you wanted to run a, a sandwich shop that you need to get rid of all the rats in the store. I thought there was like a, like a, like I'd have like one, so like I had him working in the back, and the the uh, inspector guy came, and he said, "Where's his papers?" And I just didn't have it, so that's you so know. you're hiding illegals on top of it. He's not illegal. He was born in Brooklyn. He was born in Brooklyn. <laughs> this where'd you find this kid? I you I, see I actually it's, it's a long wonder. complicated story. You know, back when I was a youth, you know, fighting on the mean streets. Hey, hey, look, we got a figure here, guys. Listen, stop guys, saying look. two things. Stop saying two things. Stop saying two things. Stop saying you're youth. And what, you? in my opinion, once you're starting a conversation, in my opinion, this joke. Hey, big. Oh, my God. Sandwich, what do you have with you there? In front of me, I have uh, from Mezco. <laughs> uh, LDD. So I'll be honest, I don't know what that stands for. Uh, a nice little Joker, creepy doll figure. Yo, Big Cat, this thing is going to give me fucking nightmares. Living Dead Dolls, LDD. Living Dead Dolls. Okay. When I looked it up on the website, yeah. it didn't say, it just said LDD. So I didn't know. What that stood for. This is but one of the let, freakier... let Monty hold it up to the camera so I can see it. Yo, this is one of the freakier products that you've brought to my house. So it looks like okay. So for the people, yeah, uh, creepy, who don't get to see the Joker like we do in your nightmares. <laughs> uh, what this looks like is if you ever saw one of those creepy movies or you see a doll and it looks kind of too real and kind of evil looking, this is if they actually made it look fucking freaky this honestly uh makes me think of um jack this is the combination of jack nicholson shining uh-huh and 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 the joker this is what happens if, the, if those two characters had a baby it would be Ooh. this because this thing is freaky jack as nicholson fuck. joker that, that that sounds like something we should get on. with with jack nicholson shining <laughs> okay so this is a long-running series of collector dolls um, they're horror based, obviously they've done some, um, they've done some licensed ones. The other one that comes immediately to mind, well, they've done a few, they've done, obviously, I think they've done Harley Quinn. They've, I think they've done Michael Myers and I have a list here Jason. If, if you want to for me to run through some of the highlights here. I mean, if you, if you can see what licensed ones, the one I was thinking of immediately and then I started thinking of others was I'm pretty sure they did. Um, Alex from A Clockwork Orange. Pretty uh, sure they did. I think. I don't see that here, actually. No? I could be missing it, no. though. I would have guessed that. So, so some of the highlights, at least, I think, you know, if you're a fan of the comics, they got a Catwoman from Batwoman Returns. Batman Returns, sorry. 
They got Catwoman. They got the Harley Quinn. They got the Joker. They have a Nightmare on Elm Street. They mm-hmm. have The Shining, Jack. There you go. Uh, they have The Joker. They have two Pennywises. They have the 1990 Pennywise, and they have the more recent Pennywise. Okay. Uh, Annabelle from... Uh, she. I don't know what, what the movies that she's in. That creepy doll, Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, the, from a, she's from a, a couple of those movies. Yeah. I can't remember those haunting movies. Uh, I always forget what they're called. The Conjuring. I think they're the I Conjuring. Think so, yeah, I'm not, I never watched series of films. Is uh, Patrick? What's his name? Is in it the guy who was um, uh, Night Owl and Ocean Master? I know who he's talking about. And uh, sorry, go on, Sandwich. Oh, uh, they got the Crow, which is actually I kind of like the Crow uh, figure. It looks kind of like not not weird, kind of cool. Uh, they also got Michael Myers, like Kev said before, The Exorcist, and uh, some other nice little... It's definitely a horror thing. They got some more, like, I feel like, kind of geeky, nerdy, science fiction-y more ones. Like I said, uh, Harley Quinn and Catwoman, but it's definitely more of a horror line. So, I dig it. <laughs> if I was way more into horror and scary stuff, uh, I'm a big baby. Uh, maybe I'd be more into these. It's definitely cool. Definitely interesting. Just, uh, I kind of, you know, I usually, I kind of, I'm one of those people who would actually try to leave them on the box to try to kind of help decorate the shelf. But I think it's so creepy really on its own. Uh, I, I would take it out of the damn box and put it where it needs to go. You know what I would do? I would put it on like the mantle and have just like one lone light shining down on it. That would actually look pretty good. Yeah, that would really add to the creep value. That, that's why, like, honestly, like when when it comes to your, if it's your comic book collection, your your action figures, whatever the case may be, like, I do really recommend, like, look at like Pinterest, look at Etsy, like, look at those kind of places. Yeah. Um, to get get some original ideas on how you can kind of, if you want to buy IKEA furniture, you want to get something custom, uh, especially with the lighting. I, I feel like people aren't really lighting their uh, collections, uh, or really even think about it. I should say more than anything else to really help it like stand out and really take it to the next level because I mean like sideshow for argument's sake, they post um beautiful pictures. Oh yeah. Previews uh, of some of the figures that they sell there. Very and, true. And, and you know, look at Instagram. There are people who post, uh, make these professional looking photo- uh, photos of their action figures in action too, on top of it. Uh, so, I mean, it's worth doing some research, taking your time before you splurge or spend any money in general. Uh, to see how you can really make it just pop in your house, uh, which will give you some more added value uh, for these toys. Especially, I mean, especially if you want to get rid of it, like down the road, that can kind of, is a nice, like, it'll help you, help you uh, with, like, a selling point right there. I feel like, you know, you're going to spend X amount of dollars on this figure, and to display it just kind of haphazardly on a shelf, not to say that Kev's going to display it haphazardly. Kev knows what he's doing when he displays his figures. So Kev's going to display it in the best way possible. But you're going to get a figure like this, you know, you're a big Joker fan. It's creepy. You really like it. So you're not going to want to just throw it on the shelf next to other stuff. You're going you to want to display pop. this properly. Mm-hmm. You want to give it that creepy vibe because he's looking at you with this messed up smile. Like, I've already killed you and you don't know it yet. I actually think it would be better if you put it like kind of like high up so you can have it just like looking down at you. And <laughs> put it like the corner. <laughs> no, I, really, I think like, like a high shelf uh, would look really nice in the, yeah. in the room. So you know, something to think about for sure for your collection. Uh, boys. I think that's pretty much everything that oh. we needed to hit. Dolph, for, what do I hear in my ear? For, for this, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We, oh, we, not we already that went the he can't hear the music Aww. a bit plenty during, during the show. <laughs> but you can check us out each and every week over at Geek Stuff TNG 
Podcast.com. You can follow us on your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on the Instagram, on the Facebook, and at the Twitters at GeekStuffTNG, respectively. Uh, you can find me online as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. You can find me on the Twitter, on the uh, the Instagrams, on the Snapchat, and uh, most importantly on the YouTube as I'm uh, rolling out more and more kind of comic booky related uh, uh, videos there that I'm excited about doing. Yes. Uh, Big Kev, what do you got, sir? Uh, you can find me at Big Kev GS on the Xbox One network, where myself, cousin Dave, uh, mumbles. J Ham, Uncle Eric, and occasionally, but very rarely, special guest star The Sandwich. We're trying to bring law and order to a uh, lawless West. We had a close call the other day. Yeah, we almost. Yeah, we were on at the same time, but then somebody got called to dinner. So you know, it's funny. It's like a Sasquatch sighting. It's like I think I saw him. I swear I saw the sandwich. I swear. You know, it's funny. I would have made fun of you if that was me in that situation. But like looking back, I'm like. Yeah, I would have totally been okay with that now at this point in my life. <laughs> oh, you, you, Ma, you made something homemade? Bring yeah, it over. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, uh, Where else can you find you, uh, <laughs> Big Kev? You... Uh, at at uh, BK Geek Stuff on the other social medias. Nice. There you go. And Sorry, I'm doing 10 things at once here and trying to do the show. It's ridiculous. That's it's all, right. all good. You're, you're That's in... why we'll handle it from here. Big Kev, you could find me, The stop Sandwich, stop, stop. at <laughs> Go on. Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. That's me on the Instagram and the Xbox One network. Holler at your boy. Words can't express how much I hate you right now. What did, what did you say? No. With that. No, 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 no. Did you no, say no. holler at your boy? He, he did, but we're going to pretend like it didn't happen. Uh, and a quick note to our Patreon folks. I will be doing the uh, bonus show a little bit early, probably Friday, uh, because of all the Toy Fair stuff, because I'm probably going to be uh, uh, exhausted, dead, dead and uh, burnt out. So just expect the show a little bit earlier. All than of those things. Normally, yep, sure is. Dead, uh, and with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Sandwich uh, and Mr. Mayhem, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. Uh, the way we end some episodes by saying... Good night, OG. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Music.